Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. An incredibly deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. With LinkedIn ads, you'll be able to target over 70 million decision makers all in one place. No deep voice required. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. Terms and conditions apply. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mark Moss Show where we talk about the decentralized revolution. That's right. We are talking about the way the world is changing right before our very eyes. I don't have to tell you that. Come on. You see that everywhere you look. You can't believe this is happening. You can't believe this is the world that we're in today. It's not how things used to be. And while a lot of people are expecting things to go back to normal, what is normal? And so we talk about that, the decentralized revolution. Of course, we look at it through the lens of politics, finance, and technology. Technology is always what changes the world. And of course, we have the technology of decentralization, which is Bitcoin, and it is changing the way the world works and organizes. Now, we know that on a 250-year time frame, like a pendulum swinging back and forth, the world swings from centralization back to decentralization. It's the theme that we talk about here. And the reason why we talk about that theme is because if you don't understand how we got here, what's happening, but most importantly, where things are going... It's going to be very difficult for you to make sense of what's happening, but more importantly, to position yourself properly, to profit, to not just survive, but to thrive off of these changes. And so we dissect them, we understand them, and so we can see where they're at. I've actually, uh, I've been at this conference up in Vancouver called the VRIC, which is the Vancouver Resource Investors Conference. And uh, it's for uh, natural resource investors, and mostly that is gold and silver, but it's also um, other commodities that go into EVs and things like that. So silver, copper, lithium, you know, even uranium, et cetera. You know, and one of the things that I see here and, and that I see everywhere where when I go around and, and speak at these different conferences and I get to talk to people is that they don't really understand the nuance of things. And it's actually one of the big things that I see being a problem just in the world today, period. I get about 5,000 comments a week across all my social media platforms and I try to read through them. I try to skim through them. I, I want to keep a pulse of what's going on. Of course, coming and speaking to these events and talking to literally hundreds and hundreds of people, trying to get a sense of what's going on. And one thing that I see here at this conference and what I see just across the comments and, and across the list, and by the way, if you're, if you're not following me on social media, you should at one Mark Moss, just at one Mark Moss and uh, shoot me a message. Like I said, I see most of them. I try to, and I try to reply to the ones I can. But what I see is that this, there's this lack of nuance. And so they think that they have to be all in. And so if it's, uh, you know, 
the dollar's dying, right? That's a big theme here and, and something I talk about all the time. The, the demise of the dollar, the days are here, the world's breaking apart. And so what is that next currency that we're going to have? And a lot of people think we're going back to gold. And of course, there's good reason for that. You know, China and Russia are, are adding massive amounts of gold. Central banks are adding more gold than they have any time since the last 55 years, which was before we got off the gold standard. And so um, there's reason to believe that. Um, you know, I believe that maybe we'll go into something more decentralized like Bitcoin. But the, but the point that I'm making is that people think this is happening now. I need to get all of my money out of dollars and put it all into gold. And that's just not how it works, right? So there's nuance to this. And so this, these things take time. I like to say that they're a process and not an event. A process and not an event. And this process takes time over decades. And so that's what's happening. It's happening, but it's, it's happening in decades. And so a lot of times the questions or the comments say, Mark, Mark, when is this going to happen? I'm like, it's, it's happening right now. That's what we talk about each and every week. And so we watch the signposts so you can see this is happening. Now, some big, big signposts have been coming out. And I want to point to them. And so I got a big show today. I want to talk about some of the biggest things, uh, the biggest talking points of the globe. What's happening globally that you need to be aware of if you're not paying attention. I'm going to break them down. You know that I like to try to break these subjects down so you can understand what's really going on behind the headline. And then it's going to help illustrate the battle that we're facing uh, and where we're going. And so uh, what am I talking about? Well, <laughs> I'm talking in circles. No, I'm talking about the World Economic Forum, our our good old buddy Klaus Schwab over there, you know, if you if you tried to invent a supervillain for um, Austin Powers or or uh, James Bond, it seems to be this exact fellow uh, Klaus Schwab, and he runs this World Economic Forum. And every year, um, the world's uh, so-called the world's wannabe elites get together. They fly their private jets over there. They all get together to talk about what actually Klaus Schwab calls quote mastering the future end quote. So that's his call. Um, his call to action this year was for everyone to master the future. We must, we must be the masters of the future. We must build the future the way we want it and force everybody to live in our world of utopia. Now, there's no such thing as utopia. And the reason why there's no such thing as utopia is because your idea of utopia is different than my idea of utopia. And my idea of utopia is certainly different than Klaus Schwab's idea of utopia, which is why there's no such thing as utopia for everybody. The, the, the utopia is for me to leave you alone and let you live your life as you see fit. So you can have your own utopia. And, and then I would ask back that you allow me to live my life as I see fit so I can have my version of utopia. So that's utopia. But the World Economic Forum wants to master our future, tell us um, how we live. And one of the big themes out of the World Economic Forum is the same big theme that you've been hearing over and over and over and over for the last... Uh, five, six, seven years now. Notice about the last seven years when it came out, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, but what is that? Well, the thing that the World Economic Forum continues to pound the table on, pound the table on, pound the table is disinformation. Disinformation, misinformation, malinvasion, uh, information, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they call it mostly disinformation. And that is the theme that they continue to pound the table on. Well, they also pound the table on... Um, this potential cyber pandemic that's coming and we need to take action or else we're going to have this massive cyber pandemic and it's going to cause lots of problems. Of course, the cyber pandemic leads into the misinformation thing. They both have the same potential cure, or at least the WEF puts it as a cure, which is if we can only just control everybody's activity online, then we can save the world. We can protect the world from all these bad things like misinformation and cyber attacks. We're going to talk about that. 
But I want to go into uh, what they're talking about. And you need to know. Okay, look, uh, I had somebody on this radio show, I don't know, a month ago, uh, Ryan Daniel Rand. We went round and round and round about the WEF. And he says, look, you know, these guys don't really have the power that you think they do. And I said, well, I mean, they do. They're the most influential people in the world. They've written down what they want to do, and they're actively working towards that. He said, well, I'll deal with it when I see it. Well, we're seeing it. Okay, they just had the meeting. We, we just heard directly from their mouth. They put it down in paper. So I'm going to read directly. I'm going to read quotes directly to you. I'm going to read directly from their website. But they told us what's happening, what's coming, and so we need to be prepared. But more importantly, this illustrates that we are going through this decentralization process, which then helps us set our investments and helps us can decide where we want to live or where we should think about living, how we want to take care of our families. Um, like I said, our, our money, how we want to protect our money so we can increase our money, we can increase our purchasing power in the future. So all of these things really hinge off getting this right. And if you don't have the right information, you're not going to get it right. And of course, the government wants to make sure you don't get the right information. Um, and then they want to call anybody giving you the right information as disinformation. They would want to call me disinformation, most likely. And so I want to talk about that. I'll explain to you that. I want to explain to you um, potentially the laws they're trying to put into place, which you need to know about. I think they're really, really bad. And then again, I'm going to I'm going to teach you some ways that you can defend yourself from this, not from them, but from disinformation, because it's real. It's real, mostly coming from the government. Um, so what do I mean by that? That's a big statement, right, Mark? Let me just give you one example and we're going to keep going. But one example is inflation. Inflation is a big problem. The government, the Treasury said that uh, we don't have a problem with inflation. And then they said, well, uh, inflation is just transitory. It's going to go away. Meanwhile, people like myself are pounding the table saying, no, it's it's a big problem. And then they said, okay, now now it's a big problem. So now they say they're committed to fixing inflation, um, but they can't really fix it. So they announced a few weeks ago that they're just going to change the way they calculate it. So it doesn't fix inflation, but they're going to give us a new number. That's a lie. Okay. That's misinformation. Anyway, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Mark Moss show, and we're talking about the decentralized revolution, talking about the way the world is changing. And we're looking at it through the lens of politics, finance, and technology, which of course is Bitcoin. And we're looking at how it changes the world. And we're talking about the number one problem in the world per the World Economic Forum, which is disinformation. So I'm going to explain to you what that means, what they're going to do, how you can protect yourself, and more. So I'll be back with that in more than a minute. Don't go away. It's that time of year again. The U.S. Mint is making the new 2024 American Silver Eagle and American Gold Eagle coins, and there's no better time to buy than now. Gold rose 23% in the past 13 months, and silver's up 27%. Plus, they're both still climbing. Get the newest gold and silver coins of the year from my trusted friends at Universal Coin and Bullion by calling 1-800-UCB-GOLD. Their company president, Dr. Mike Fulgens, is America's gold expert, and he recently met with financial guru Steve Forbes to discuss trends in precious metals. And both experts agree that gold could hit 2,500 an ounce in 2024. That's nearly a 25% gain from today's price per ounce. If you want to make a sound money investment, then add gold and silver to your portfolio now and keep adding as part of your regular investment strategy. Gold's been used as money for over 2,500 years. Call Universal Coin and Bullion at 1-800-UCB-GOLD. That's 1-800-UCB-GOLD. Or check out universalcoin.com slash Mark Moss. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. 
Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. We're talking about the decentralized revolution. We're talking about the number one talking point coming out of the World Economic Forum, which is disinformation. As a matter of fact, on their website, they have a video, they have a panel that was uh, held by um, Brian Stelter. Now, you might recognize that name, Brian Stelter. If you saw his face, you'd probably recognize him. He was the host of the once great media companies called CNN. Now, I say once great because they have completely destroyed trust and their ratings have gone into the toilet. And I'm going to come back to that in a minute. Um, but it's just, uh, I want to throw that out before I tell you that Brian Stelter was the host of that, lost his job. Uh, the, the network has lost its viewers because all they do is spew lies and misinformation. And the people have found out about it. We're going to come back to that. But it's just rich that it's ironic uh, that it, it's this guy, Brian Stelter, the guy who uh, helped drive that um, network into the ground because he continues to peddle these lies, is the one hosting a panel <laughs> called the clear and present danger of disinformation. Funny, isn't it? Rich, I think. So, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. And like I said, you can see this disinformation theme all over the World Economic Forum website. Just go to their website. Here's another headline, Tackling Disinformation. How can we combat the lies that go viral? How do we stop this misinformation, this disinformation? How do we stop these lies from going viral? This is the big theme. Um, and, and we can see it's, it's really been kind of dominating the headlines this week. We see um, even uh, good old Ron Paul, shout out to Ron Paul in the Fed. He wrote an article titled, uh, The Real Disinformation Was the Disinformation Hoax. That's the real misinformation that we have. But Brian Stelter, he's out there um, having this, um, hosting these interviews, I should say, and asking him, what should we do about this? And we have European leaders, politicians like Vera Jorova going on there and saying, we need to create laws to stop this. And she even went so far as to say that in the United States, you're going to have laws like this as well to stop hate speech. Now, who is she to tell us that in the United States, she's a European leader, but who is she to tell us as Americans what laws we're going to have? Nobody. <laughs> she, she, she's nobody. Uh, she has no power to tell us what the laws are, except for going back to the point, 
the World Economic Forum, the power of the globalists have power over us. So that's why it's important to look at this. So if you're, like I said, my previous guest, Ryan Daniel Moran, with your head in the sand, you're like, well, you know, I don't think they really have influence. Well, they certainly do, which is why she's telling us that these laws are going to be coming over. Now, if Brian Stelter was a good, you know, investigative journalist, if he was a good journalist at all, he would have asked questions to push back on this. But of course he didn't. Of course, he just let them go on. And so uh, the disinformation, they can't prove it. They, and all they can do is, is scare us in order to try to get us to move so we will give them the ability to censor. But the problem is, like I said, all of the misinformation is coming from them. So let's talk about this. So Ron Paul puts this piece out titled, The Real Disinformation Was the, quote, Russian Disinformation Hoax. So what we know, and this is from this um, article that Ron Paul wrote on the Ron Paul Institute, he says that thanks to the latest release of the Twitter files, we now know without a doubt that the entire Russia disinformation racket was a massive disinformation campaign to undermine U.S. elections and perhaps even push, quote, regime change inside the United States after Donald Trump was elected president in 2016. That is directly from Ron Paul, uh, former congressman, um, and just champion of free freedom and uh, capitalism. And so um, what is he talking about? Well, the latest release of the Twitter files, I've been talking about this for a while. And so what we know is that Elon Musk bought Twitter. Of course, I've been talking about this for a long time. And he bought it because he says that it was the greatest uh, need. It was the greatest danger that we had that we're losing free speech. And he wanted to restore that. He thought it was the most important thing in the world is to restore free speech. And I would agree. We're going to talk about this a little bit more in how I'm going to help you understand how you can combat this misinformation. Uh, but anyway, so he bought Twitter and um, he started to open up the floodgates and allow people to say what they want. But more importantly, what he did is he released all the documentation um, of inside Twitter, like emails and direct messages and all this communication showing how Twitter was working with the FBI and, and the federal government to silence critics, and even worse, spread lies. Silence critics and spread lies, knowingly, intentionally, purposely. And so these Twitter files have been coming out and it's been showing all types of collusions from vaccine manufacturers to um, politicians, et cetera. Um, you know, silencing of, of opponents, um, silencing of, you know, all, all types of things, including the Biden family, et cetera. And so this is fact, okay? This is fact. These are the, the smoking guns, as you would say, right? I mean, these are the actual emails and messages that we can see directly from them. Now, most mainstream media outlets have been completely silent on this. Only news reporters on um, Twitter are reporting this. Matt Taibbi is one of those great ones. Uh, Barry Weiss has done a great job with that. Of course, uh, Fox News, Tucker Carlson has been crushing it with this as well. But every other platform is silent. So that's what he's talking about. And we know this is not misinformation. We have the facts. We have the smoking guns. Now, to what Ron Paul is talking about, this is where we need to go back to. He said the real disinformation was Russia disinformation hoax. That was perhaps, he said, he said perhaps, well, he said it was, it was a disinformation campaign to undermine U.S. elections and perhaps even push regime change. And so this is where it started 2016. Just after the election, the Washington Post published an article titled, quote, Russian propaganda effort helped spread fake news during election, experts say, 
end quote. So the Washington Post started with this disinformation. Experts, the experts say, what experts? We're going to get into the what experts. But uh, it's the purpose of the article was to delegitimize the Trump presidency, um, saying that he didn't actually win. He only got the job as a product of Russian disinformation. Now, have you ever heard of a color revolution? Look it up. Uh, oh, hopefully what I'm doing here is I'm expanding your mind. I'm creating curiosity and I'm inspiring you to go do more research on your own. I'm going to help you fight disinformation. But let me just tell you right off the bat, do not trust, verify. Okay, verify me. Don't trust me, verify me. So when I say these things, um, go do your own research on them. So I'm going to talk to you about a color revolution. And I'm hoping that you'll go do your own research on this because I'm going to say some things that might be um, hard to understand or hard to believe. But I'm going to tell them to you, uh, and it's factual. And again, go verify it for yourself. Always go verify this um, this information that you get. And I'm going to give you more steps. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. We're talking about the way the world is changing through the decentralized revolution, which is politics, finance, and technology. Of course, the decentralized technology of Bitcoin is the catalyst that's driving change. I got a whole lot to cover when I come back, so don't go away. I'll be right back. It's that time of year again. The U.S. Mint is making the new 2024 American Silver Eagle and American Gold Eagle coins, and there's no better time to buy than now. Gold rose 23% in the past 13 months, and silver's up 27%. Plus, they're both still climbing. Get the newest gold and silver coins of the year from my trusted friends at Universal Coin and Bullion by calling 1-800-UCB-GOLD. Their company president, Dr. Mike Fulgens, is America's gold expert, and he recently met with financial guru Steve Forbes to discuss trends in precious metals. And both experts agree that gold could hit 2,500 an ounce in 2024. That's nearly a 25% gain from today's price per ounce. If you want to make a sound money investment, then add gold and silver to your portfolio now and keep adding as part of your regular investment strategy. Gold's been used as money for over 2,500 years. Call Universal Coin and Bullion at 1-800-UCB-GOLD. That's 1-800-UCB-GOLD. Or check out universalcoin.com slash Mark Moss. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also, small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to LinkedIn.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
All right, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Ma Show. We're talking about the decentralized revolution each and every week. And we document it as we look at it through the lens of politics, finance, and technology. Now, we're talking about the big news coming out of the World Economic Forum's meeting in Davos. I've been talking about it for a while because there is so much news that came out. But the big thing they pound the table on is disinformation or misinformation. And they want to scare us into how big of a problem is. So, of course, we'll beg for a solution, which is to give up all of our privacy and um, not allow us to use the internet anymore or not allow us to use the internet freely. But I was reading from this article that good old former Congressman Ron Paul wrote um, titled, The Real Disinformation Was the Russia Disinformation Hoax. That's the real one. And it was spread intentionally, as he said, um, to delegitimize the Trump presidency. And it says, quote, There is no way to know whether the Russia campaign proved decisive in electing Trump, but researchers portray it as part of a broadly effective strategy of sowing distrust in U.S. democracy and its leaders, end quote, wrote Craig Timberg. So they're saying that they're trying to cast doubt. Now, that's what a color revolution is. Let me tell you what a color revolution is. A color revolution is a way that the intelligence community, like the CIA, has continued to overthrow governments and organize coups all over the world. And there's two main tools of this. And let me, let, me, let me see if they sound familiar. The first step that they would do is they'd go into a country like Belarus or in Syria or in Ukraine in 2014. And they'd go into this country. And the first step they do is they try to delegitimize the elected leader. Oh, they didn't win by, um, or look at Bolsonaro in uh, Brazil. We can go on and on. They didn't win by um, true voting. Um, they lied. They manipulated. They control the polls. They're a dictator. They don't allow free voting. Anything they can do to delegitimize. So start casting doubt. Casting shade, we call it, right? Casting doubt. And they want to they get that deceit, that lie, that doubt in there. Okay, that's step number one. Step number two is then you create agitation from the bottom up. So that's... Um, you start creating uh, protests and you start creating uh, riots and you start creating damage and destruction. Sound familiar? Sort of like delegitimizing Trump in this way, sort of like the rise of BLM and Antifa, two different groups agitating, destroying, sort of like that. Sort of like you've seen in Belarus, sort of like you've seen in Syria, sort of like you've seen in Egypt, sort of like you've seen in Brazil, sort of like you've seen all over the world, sort of like you've seen in every single one of the CIA's coups that they've done, the color revolution, sort of like exactly what happened in the United States. And that's what they're saying here. That's what Ron Paul saying. They started throwing out, they, meaning the liberal left-leaning news sources, the CNNs, etc., started throwing out this information, quote, Russian propaganda helped elect Donald Trump. That's what they're saying. And what was the purpose of that? To delegitimize the Trump presidency. And then what came after that? The protests and the riots. Okay, keep going. Um, the Washington, the 2016 Washington Post article featured experts. Remember, experts backed it up. Clint Watts, who was a former FBI counterintelligence officer who went on to found another outfit claiming to be hunting Russian disinformation in the United States. So Clint Watts, this is the key piece here, and this is what the Twitter files uncovered. So this expert, Clint Watts, who worked for the FBI, he's an intelligence officer. Remember, it's intelligence. Keep going back to that. The intelligence agencies are the problem. Um, he went on to found another outfit claiming to be hunting Russian disinformation in the U.S. called the Hamilton 68 Project. 
And the project was launched by the Alliance for Securing Democracy. Securing Democracy. Now, democracy means that everybody has a voice. Democracy means that everybody can get the correct information to educate them properly. And then everyone gets to have a voice as to what they want. Now, I'm not a huge fan of democracy. Just to be clear, the United States is not a democracy. They want you to believe it is, but it's not. The United States is a republic, which means we have represented the government. But what they want you to do is they want you to think that it is a democracy so they can change the Constitution and change the way this country is governed. However, in this democracy then the people are supposed to vote for what they want. Now, it only works if the people have the right information, if the people are are educated, if the people are a bunch of idiots who don't know what they're doing or don't know anything about anything or all they know is lies, how can they have the correct voice? And of course, the answer is they can't, of course, right? So again, this project was launched by the Alliance for Securing Democracy. So if they really wanted what they mean, so what they typically do is they they create something with um, a different name. And so they'll call it like the Saving the Puppies Act. Who could go against the Saving the Puppies Act or uh, the, the Biden administration's Inflation Reduction Act? So to reduce inflation, they wanted to print trillions of dollars. But wait a minute, Mark, isn't it the printing of trillions of dollars that creates inflation? Uh, yeah, but they name it the Inflation Reduction Act. And so typically, whatever they name it, it's the opposite. So in this case, it was launched by the Alliance for Securing Democracy, but it's not for securing democracy. It's for undermining democracy. Okay, so that's kind of what's going on. Now, let's dig into this a little bit so you understand exactly what happened inside of this. And so, again, uh, the Twitter files blew this wide open because, of course, like I said, Elon Musk gave them all the files. So um, Hamilton 68, the new king of media fraud is what they're calling this. And basically, you have uh, these frauds, ambitious media frauds, Stephen Glass and Jason Blair. And what they've done is uh, over the last couple of years, they've been slipping or inserting invented news stories into all the pages of these mainstream outlets. Okay. And we know this thanks to the Twitter files. Thanks to them, we can see what's inside this Hamilton 68. We see the bodies in, in that are buried, et cetera. And so basically this Hamilton 68, this neoliberal think tank, and it spawned hundreds and hundreds of fraudulent headlines and TV news segments Um, And it is possibly going down as the single greatest case of disinformation in American history. And every major news organization in America is implicated in taking part, including NBC, CBS, ABC, PBS, CNN, and MSNBC, including the New York Times and the Washington Post. Okay? They're all implicated of pushing this fake news, this fake propaganda, and even research and fact-checking sites, including PolitiFact and Snopes. They cited Hamilton 68 as a source over and over and over. And so basically, Hamilton 68 is this, uh, it's a computerized dashboard, and it was designed to be used as reporters and academics to go um, pull headlines and to measure the Russian disinformation. So it was like a resource. So I'm I'm supposedly I'm this investigative reporter and I want to go research my story. But all I would do is I would go to this website, Hamilton 68, and I would find out what Russian disinformation is doing. And of course, as I already said, it's it's the brainchild. It was created by a disinformation expert, a former intelligence officer with the FBI 
Clint Watts. Currently, he works for MSNBC as, quote, a disinformation expert, Clint Watts, okay? So he is a disinformation expert, but he is the one that created this to spread the disinformation. So this is, a, what do they call it? Projection, right? Um, I project onto you what I have a problem with. I sat on a plane next to some guy uh, last week and he said, you know, but if the government doesn't take our money and help the poor, who will? I said, let me ask you a question, a personal question. I'm sorry if it's too personal, but how much of your money did you give last year? What percentage of your money did you give last year to help the less fortunate, the needy? And he kind of looked embarrassed and he said, none. And I said, the reason why I asked that question is because what I find is the people who think that who will help the poor people if not for the government are the ones who don't help the poor people. I said, I donate a large percentage of my money every single year and I travel with my family to do these serving projects. And so he has this projection. Well, since I don't help, nobody else will help. And so uh, we need the government to do that. And in this case, they're projecting this disinformation. They're the ones providing disinformation. But what they do in order to spread the disinformation is say it's you. Now, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show, and I know I'm talking fast because I am excited today, and we are breaking down this disinformation. I'm going to explain to you what just came out, this bombshell, and then we'll talk about how to protect ourselves from the danger it's causing. I'll be right back with more in a minute. Don't go away. It's that time of year again. The U.S. Mint is making the new 2024 American Silver Eagle and American Gold Eagle coins, and there's no better time to buy than now. Gold rose 23% in the past 13 months, and silver's up 27%. Plus, they're both still climbing. Get the newest gold and silver coins of the year from my trusted friends at Universal Coin and Bullion by calling 1-800-UCB-GOLD. Their company president, Dr. Mike Fulgens, is America's gold expert, and he recently met with financial guru Steve Forbes to discuss trends in pressure metals, and both experts agree that gold could hit 2,500 an ounce in 2024. That's nearly a 25% gain from today's price per ounce. If you want to make a sound money investment, then add gold and silver to your portfolio now and keep adding as part of your regular investment strategy. Gold's been used as money for over 2,500 years. Call Universal Coin and Bullion at 1-800-UCB-GOLD. That's 1-800-UCB-GOLD. Or check out universalcoin.com slash Mark Moss. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. All right, welcome back. You are listening to The Mark Moss Show. We're talking about disinformation, misinformation, malinformation. It's the number one problem that's going to ruin the world. It's going to ruin the democracy. At least that's what the World Economic Forum and all the leaders tell us. Now, I'm breaking 
down how they tell us the single biggest problem that we face that we should all be scared of is disinformation and it's a threat to our democracy. But the reality is not that not just the reality, the fact, the fact is that they are the ones that are spreading the disinformation. And we know this factually because we have the emails, we have the text messages, we have the smoking guns. And that's what I'm reading through. And so um, this has mainly been propagated by MSNBC's disinformation expert, former FBI intelligence officer, Clint Watts. He created a dashboard, a computer dashboard called Hamilton 68, and where he put all this information together, which all the news sources would pull from. And of course, Clint Watts didn't do it on his own. He was backed by the Alliance for Securing Democracy, which is, of course, trying to do the opposite. It's backed by the German Marshall Fund. They have advisors on there, including former acting CIA chief Michael Morell. Of course, it's always the intelligence community. Former ambassador to Russia, of course, Michael McFaul. Former Hillary for America chair John Podesta, of course, who's the one that started this whole Russian hoax. So let's keep going. Let's talk about the smoking gun. So basically what Hamilton 68 did is he had this analytic method, supposedly, and they kept a list of 644 accounts that were supposedly linked to Russian influence activities online. Okay. Supposedly. This is their secret ingredient. Now this was hidden from the public, but Twitter, of course, they had access to this. They knew this. They're in this position to recreate Hamilton samples by analyzing its application program interface or what we call an API. An API is where you get one software to talk to another. And this is how they were able to reverse engineer Hamilton's list and see what was happening. Now, the company was concerned enough about the proliferation of news stories linked to Hamilton 68 that it ordered forensic analysis of this. All right. So if we look into this, and of course, all of this is released and you can look at all this for yourself. You don't have to take my word for it. Don't trust, but verify. And when they started examining, the executives at Twitter were shocked. Uh, so the accounts that Hamilton 68 claimed were linked to Russian influence activities online were not only overwhelmingly English language, 86% of them, but were mostly legitimate people, mostly living in the United States. They weren't Russian bots. They were people living in the U.S. Now, we can see inside the uh, internal emails of the company, it says, quote, these accounts are neither strongly Russian nor strongly bots. No evidence to support the statement that the dashboard is a finger on the pulse of Russian information ops. Hardly evidence of a massive influence campaign, end quote. So that's directly from Twitter. So, Hamilton 68 built this dashboard saying all these accounts are fake Russian information and all the news outlets, not all, um, the mouthpieces of them, CNN, CNBC, MSNBC, et cetera, ABC, CBS, they ran with this. But Twitter says right here, there is no evidence. These are all people. Okay. So this was not faulty science. This was not an accident. It was a scam. Instead of tracking how, quote, Russia influenced American attitudes, Instead of doing that, what Hamilton 68 did was collect a handful of real American accounts and describe their conversations and saying that they were Russia scheming. But remember, in a democracy, everybody gets a vote. If the majority of people don't like a certain policy, that is their constitutionally protected right to talk about that. 
And supposedly, the government works for the people, for the will of the people. And if the will of the people don't want that, then the government's supposed to take note of that, okay? It's a democracy, supposedly. Again, it's not a democracy. But in a democracy, that would be the case. But what they're doing is saying, no, 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 these people aren't real. These people are supporting Russian interests. Well, even if they were, and I'm not saying they are, but even if they were wanting the same things that Russia wanted, even if they were, well, if that's what the majority of Americans want, well, I guess that's the democracy. Now, if we keep going, it says here that even Twitter execs were stunned. Even the Twitter execs were stunned to read who was on the list. The names range from well-known media figures like David Horowitz to conservatives like Dennis Michael Lynch and even progressives like Consortium editor Joe Loria. It's crucial to understand that the list captured not just Trump supporters, but a whole range of political dissidents, including some leftists, okay? So not just the right, including leftists, anarchists, and even humorists. So anyone who wouldn't toe their line, anybody who wouldn't go with their narrative is an extremist, is a disinformation spreader, okay? On both sides of the aisle. Now, this says that uh, organizations like Hamilton 68 are in business to enforce an official narrative, which means excising inconvenient facts, which they call misinformation. They call. Um, this guy, uh, Chicago-based lawyer Dave Shostoka said, quote, I've written a book about the U.S. Constitution. And he said, quote, how I made this list is incredible to me. This is a real guy. They said he's Russian disinformation, but he's written books on the U.S. Constitution. Lynch says, quote, I'm listed as a foreign bot. I'm a proud taxpaying citizen with a charitable family, man, an honest son of a U.S. Marine with a purple heart. I'm hurt. I deserve better. So they labeled him as a Russian bot. And here, Sonia Mansour lived through civil war in Lebanon in a town that was taken over by, by militias. Her father counseled her to dispose of some leftist books so that she wouldn't be singled out for her political beliefs. And now, after she was told that she's on Hamilton's 68 list, she recalled that the childhood story, how she moved west to get away from this problem. What they're doing is they're taking people with dissent or unconventional opinions away from the mainstream, and they try to discredit them as being disinformation, as accusing them of un-American activities. And they take all these legitimate people and falsely, it's a lie. It's a scam. And then this academic scandal was continued and perpetrated by Harvard, by Princeton, by Temple, NYU, GWU, and other universities as they all promoted Hamilton 68 as this source, including elected officials, including Dianne Feinstein, uh, Adam Schiff, of course. All of these were the offenders. This is big, right? There was massive damage done to society as a whole. We had every single day these news outlets were pounding these news stories into our heads saying the Russian bots are coming, the Russian bots are changing, the Russian bots control it, Donald Trump isn't legitimate, none of these people really want this. They delegitimized everything. And they have a huge impact on American culture and politics. They played significant roles in both the 2018 and the 2020 election cycles. They placed massive downward pressure on Trump and Tulsi Gabbard saying that they were Russian bots while boosting the likes of Joe Biden. This was done intentionally on purpose by the highest levels of government, by the FBI and by MSNBC and by CNN on purpose, knowingly. And we know this because we have all the information. The scam needed three elements. It needed credentials, 
of someone, like an expert, like a former FBI agent, Watts. It needs the 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 missing of any fact-checking. So we need the Brian Stelter from CNN just to parrot these headlines out without even doing one shred of research. And then we need the companies like Twitter to silence any opposition. And then they can push their narrative. Now, this is the fact. We have the data. We have the conversations. This is not speculation. But this war is only getting started. So I'm going to tell you what's coming next, and then I'm going to tell you how to protect yourself. All right, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show, and I've been fired up today because this is the single biggest problem that we face right now today, and I'm trying to help you understand this and see through it. Hopefully that makes sense, and thanks for listening. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.